Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom Giordano Show, welcome in. So um, New York Post today has a story of the U.S. attorney here, the person who took over... Uh, from uh, Bill McSwain, Jacqueline Romero. And the claim is in this uh, bombshell in the Post that Romero, appointed by Joe Biden, retaliated against a federal prosecutor working in her office after that prosecutor accepted a temporary detail to investigate and prosecute Hunter Biden. Three sources exclusively have told the Post. Romero allegedly told Assistant U.S. Attorney Derek Hines last year she was cool to the idea of him joining what was then a pre-indictment criminal investigation of the first son related to millions of dollars in foreign income. Romero, who was nominated by Biden to the Post in the spring of 2022, mentioned she had a connection to the Biden family, noted Hunter's late brother, Bo, who died in 2015 of brain cancer, once worked in the office, and left little doubt she believed Hunter shouldn't face charges, according to the three sources. Uh, You know, how many times are they going to use the memory of Bo Biden? It's not just Biden using it. Allegedly, it's people like this uh, Jacqueline Romero. Isn't it amazing that it looks like there will be a day of justice of some sort for Hunter Biden? Maybe. Uh, The headline for Fox. Biden's border bill remarks after long delay. He was supposed to do it an hour ago. It says soon. Soon. Yeah, soon. Soon. soon, 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 Yeah. But they put after long delay. What's he doing? What do you think? What do you think Biden doing? Oh, he's back there saying, nah, I don't think I ought to use this word. I think I ought to use I ought to pause here. He's trying to find directions to wherever they want him to go in the White House. He's probably lost somewhere. Did he get his teeth stuck in his peanut butter yeah, sandwich? For that, may have, uh, that may have been the case, too. My goodness gracious. Okay. 855-839-1210. So this uh, Pew Research, they interviewed 12,000 people for this poll. That's a pretty good number. And they say clearly it's overwhelming that football is now America's pastime, not baseball. Now, baseball used to fit as a, quote, pastime because there were so many games. It's so leisurely. It it takes so long. And, you know, it's a long season versus football. That's the tells you how big football. It's only a once a week thing because they kill each other. So, you know, 
you have to recover. There's only 17 games, and yet it mesmerizes America. So is there anybody that would still tell? I don't know how baseball's in second place, Dan. I mean, I, I think there's been some kind of fracturing of the term pastime. Right, like, like yeah. The, the, the description, the definition of pastime, because like the yes. word itself, pastime, is to pastime. Yes. Like, to, to, yeah. like something that we use as a culture right. to, you know, pastime. And when you have as many games as baseball every day, yeah, you tune into the game, you go to the game to pass some and time. And it's leisurely. There's a whole thing with... But yeah. there's been some yeah. kind of bastardization of the term. It's become a pastime yeah. where it's become the most historic, the most American sport that what has the most pastime, the, the history behind it. That's not what the definition is. I mean, yeah. I, I think you could argue that the NFL has become the American sport over baseball, uh, the, the truly American game. Uh, but to call it the pastime, by definition, I think is wrong. Well, they used it. Pew used it. Take it up with them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. In third place with about 8% was basketball. Sadly, basketball is only at 8%. But way down there in the also runs is, at 3%, soccer. Now, weren't we told, I remember when Chastain took off her uh, outer thing and had the sports bra on after the goal, I guess it was against the Chinese running around. Little girls across America, they want nothing now. Not Taylor Swift. They want to play soccer. And that soccer, you would see it. How many years ago is that? It's got to be 20 years plus, right? Was that 96, the World Cup, every four years? Could it be that long ago? It couldn't be 27 years, right? We beat the Chinese. Brandy Chastain scored the winning goal. 1999. So 25 okay, so 25 years. years. Yeah. yeah, 25 years. And yet it's at 3%. Why? Because it's not American. Football is American. With all the foibles, all the things that go to it. And then there's the, the uh, it's no sport is more conducive to betting. I think you could bet on basketball. Uh, you know, but there's so many games, you don't have enough time to consider the whole week and bet. I could bet. I bet last night that the Mavericks were going to beat the Sixers. I'm very afraid of where the Sixers are going now. And I thought they'd beat the spread. I think the Sixers were a plus two or three or something. Ridiculous. I don't see it. But you don't see crazy betting on basketball. You can't bet on baseball. That's incredible. No, it's, 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 um, it's random. Baseball's a random thing. You cannot bet that I, I don't know. Like, like the way that they have betting now on FanDuel with yeah. the same games, like for the baseball, yeah. you, you can have like an anytime hit or an anytime well, home right. run. Well, right, but I'm, I'm, talking, streak, I'm talking about the line as yeah, far as. Yeah, the lines, yeah, yeah, the over-unders. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I meant the uh, who wins a game. Yeah, type of stuff. It's very hard because it's random. There's so many games. Well, anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. Whereas football, you have the whole week. If you're better in football, if the quarterback's better, all that stuff usually means a lot. And I still think that uh, I favor Kansas City this week. So uh, who is it that's still saying baseball? Uh, is it just people that are older? I mean, every year we see how much Major League Baseball makes money, but it just seems to be an also-run. Now, when you get into the playoffs and World Series, then yeah, yeah, it's exciting. There is a lot of excitement. I'm not sure if ice hockey beat out soccer. I think ice hockey beat out soccer, which is ludicrous, but why is soccer... (laughs) What do you hate more, ice hockey or soccer? I'm okay with ice hockey. Uh, Not enough scoring again, but there is excitement of a sort. I I think uh, witnessing it live... 
ice hockey is pretty good. Let's say you got a 12-year-old kid, a 12-year-old son comes up to you yeah. and says, Dad, I'm considering lacrosse and soccer. I don't get the whole lacrosse thing. Which one are you choosing between the two, though, for your kid? Uh, lacrosse. Yeah. I, I get that. It's more physical. <laughs> You're really that yeah. down on soccer, huh? Oh, yeah. Yes, it's just... <laughs> Uh, it's if you I've said this many times, if you can frustrate someone, the world's greatest athlete, arguably in the last 50, 60 years, I think was Pele. Look up the bicycle kick. New York Times broke it down. How you do that. It's shocking. He was able to do. That. How about soccer or Greco wrestling? Like uh, your, your kids coming to you. Yeah, soccer. You're yeah. choosing soccer? Yeah, yeah. Using... no, no Greco room. Watching Greco wrestling. It's, it's so boring. Oh, yeah, it is. It's brutal. You don't yeah. know what's going on. on yeah, the no, no. So I would go with soccer. But what happened to soccer? Why has it not taken off? Was it just all these people puffed up and they actually attack America? Well, why is it these other nations? I can't explain it. That's their national spirit. I think they're off. I don't get it why millions of people there are waiting for one goal in a game. If there were more scoring, if they would do something along those lines, I get that certain players, you can see how elegant they are. You can see how they stand out, but it's just too frustrating of a game. Americans are not going to go for that. And, and the other thing is, in football, we have an intermediate goal that they don't have, Dan. The first down, think about it. Yeah. The first down and seeing that yellow line on TV, and we're all stretching, looking over the thing this Sunday. <laughs> Did he get over? I tell you, got over, DJ. The analysis there. Yeah, yeah, or... exactly, yeah. So, 855. Eight three nine twelve. We have uh, some breaking news here. Okay, uh, from Hassan bin Sober of our Twitter, he has an update on uh, Joe Biden, who is still yet to speak on the border <laughs> uh, after a long delay. He says he's back there in the uh, you know behind the scenes, and Joe Biden's now on his fourth Red Bull, and for some reason, it's still not <laughs> kicking in. So they're trying to figure out how they can get some oh energy into this guy before they send him out in front of the press. Can you imagine what he's going to say? Can you imagine how dumb? That, yeah, we can imagine that the Republicans are. That they went along with all this stuff. And then Mitch McConnell has pulled the shoot now. They're not going to do it. Where is Joe? Um, Here's some of the collateral damage. Bob Casey Jr., speaking of Red Bull, has awakened from his third nap of the day. And he's out there with a bill to, to better detect fentanyl coming across the border. And he, of course, says, well, Republicans don't care that fentanyl is coming to your community. See, this is where Democrats are going to go. The fentanyl angle. They get it that the border is toxic right now on so many levels, and they're going to play up the fentanyl issue. What's Bob Casey ever said or done about the border? Has he ever gone there? What have any of them done? They wanted essentially a wide-open border. Now they're saying, Republicans, we're giving you what you want. And the answer is, no, they're not. But these dumb Republicans in the Senate, like this guy from Oklahoma, he was on CNN, Langford. And Dana Bash told him, well, you're a the most conservative senator that I know. How are they bashing you? Notice what they're doing. This guy's not the most conservative of anything. How in the world did he think this was going to fly with the House? Thank God for the House. Thank God that they have the guts so far to withstand this type of nonsense. And I, they seem I've to been be down to the border. Big deal. <laughs> All right. 855-839-12. I wonder what he's saying on the border now, though, Dan. I wonder if he's changed his tune. Most of America has. I've been to Cabo. Does that make me You've an You've watched Narcos. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the most absurd thing I ever heard. This guy's a dummy. Moron. All the chickens are coming home the roost, buddy. All the chickens are coming home my way here.
suddenly everybody in the world seems how overwhelming this has been, even though it's been overwhelming for quite a while. Dumb Giordano. Now it's all <laughs> catching Giordano. up. Now it's all catching up. I'm still not convinced, though, in the suburbs that people are going to vote on this. I mean, I wish they would, but we'll see. All right, somebody who is a lame duck, irrelevant. Today's the 20th Amendment Day. And is there anybody in my camp left in talk radio? Not like Dan, Dan playing to the, not Dan the Red, but Dan the crowd pleaser today. All you have to do in talk radio over the years, when I started at WWDB, is go, term limits. And people get wild. They love it. <laughs> All right. How are you in favor of letting someone sit there forever? Uh, you know why? Because I'm calling the bluff here of saying, if you don't want the person, they can be voted out. I, I, look, I don't really care. I get the point. I could be convinced on the senator or the congressperson. It's the presidency. If America wants Trump for another term after this, right? Or they wanted Obama, who could have won a third term. I'm there. I don't want to take them out artificially. I want to give it. I want to beat you fair and square. That's why. Would Obama have won the next? Oh, man, that would have been Obama against Trump. Oh, my goodness. That would have been would have been fascinating. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. How, how many presidents would have actually gotten a third term? Um, let's go back to Eisenhower. I don't think Eisenhower would have gotten a third term. I don't think he would have done it and could withstand it, the heart attacks and everything else. Kennedy didn't survive. Johnson had to drop out for a second term. We were sick of him. Uh, Nixon definitely isn't getting a third term. <laughs> I'm reading a giant book, by the way. Now, this is peculiar. You're a good thing I'm peculiar. Uh, I got a big Nixon book this week, like a thousand pages on Richard Nixon. So when are you going to book that big? I've never experienced this. Do you actually like sit there with it on your lap? Do your arms get tired from holding it up for so long? Uh, that's true. Yeah, you got to do it. I've never read a it's, book that's like longer than 400 pages. It's, soft, it's softbound. But Richard Harry Nixon Potter. is obviously the smartest president ever. Just raw intelligence. And the fact that he got to be president, given how awkward and off he was, just shows you the drive he had. It's remarkable. So Nixon wouldn't get a third term. All right. So then after. Um, but let me ask you, like, yeah. So so you have someone like Soros who doesn't like to play fair, yeah. puts a lot of money into a presidential candidate, gets right. them elected into office. You're OK with that Soros back candidate having the power to essentially buy elections moving forward and having ultimate power. That's what I'm scared of. You know, uh, I'm, I'm I, playing like, obviously, yeah. I'd love to see Trump get more time. But I, I, I fear that there's if you get the wrong person sitting there in office that wants the ultimate power, they can indeed, I, I would think, give themselves that ultimate power. I don't think you can buy elections, though. I think that money helps. But, you know, look at Bloomberg. Couldn't even get the nomination. Had all the money in the world he was spending. Whiny cheese parties for a 1,000 people. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's Michael Bloomberg. In other words, you got to have something else in addition to just money. Candidate with the most money often doesn't win. It helps. Look at the Kennedys. They couldn't win, and they had more money than anybody. So I don't think there's almost anybody other than Obama. Would Clinton have gotten a third term? No, I don't think that would have happened. George W. Bush definitely wouldn't have gotten one. Uh, could Trump? Yeah, he could, and Obama could have. That's about it that I can see out there. And FDR did get four terms. He would have had more if he lived. All right, uh, your call's coming up at 855-839-1210. Why is soccer still so low? And I got this story here. I need some little bit of help, though, if this is your life. The school bus is disappearing. Welcome to the parental pickup era. As caring kids 
has become the defining act as carding kids around, says the Inquirer, Modern Parenthood, the K-12 experience increasingly revolved around the school pickup line. Eight printed pages. Is that true? And they say that COVID uh, started this. 855-839-1210. You'll get a line here. Hit us on the side question, too. Will Joe Biden speak today? What's the delay? My God, after all. They've given up on Fox News. Yeah, Fox News has moved on other topics. They're still showing the podium, but they say after a long delay. Now they're back to it. Yeah, now they're, yeah. I've never seen that. That's a loaded headline. Biden border remarks after long delay. You got to love it. All right, will it be in English or will it be Bidenese? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. After a long delay, uh, President Biden is giving us his uh, border articulation. Here's a little bit of what he's saying about the border. Working around the clock through the holidays, over the weekends, it's been an extraordinary effort by Senators Lankford, Murphy, and Sinema. The result of all this hard work is a bipartisan agreement that represents the most fair, humane reforms in our immigration system in a long time and the toughest set of reforms to secure the border ever. Now, all indications are this bill won't even move forward to the Senate floor. Why? A simple reason. Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't even know it helps the country. He's not for it. He'd rather weaponize this issue than actually solve it. So for the last 24 hours, he's done nothing, I'm told, but reach out to Republicans in the House and the Senate and threaten them and try to intimidate them to vote against this proposal. And it looks like they're caving. Frankly, they owe it to the American people to show some spine and do what they know to be right. So I want to tell the American people what's in this bill and why everyone from the Wall Street Journal to the Border I, no, Patrol. Let's stop it there. I'm sorry, Dan. The Wall Street Journal again, and I've had some of these guys on, some of them respectable. They got an editorial a day. These are the Republican establishment. Never forget that. They're vaguely conservative, but they're interested in cheap labor. They're interested in flooding us with immigration. That's their mantra every day when they wake up. 
And guess what, Wall Street Journal? So far, we've stopped you. Guess what, Catholic Church? So far, we've stopped with you. Stop you. Guess what, progressives? Get Bush family. We've stopped you. The American people have stopped you. But you got to call out the Wall Street Journal. Notice he leads with that. Bigger offender than the Wall Street Journal, the Chamber of Commerce. I've asked over the years, anybody who's in business, why in the world would you ally with the Chamber of Commerce? They're going nuts over this bill. Why? They want to undercut the American worker. They don't like paying the American worker. They want this cheap labor. And the Catholic Church wants this inundation, too. They want more parishioners. Maybe the other parishioners don't pay attention to them so much for obvious reasons. These are more willing Catholics to them. Why else would they favor this and lecture us on this? The Wall Street Journal, though, one of the biggest offenders. Here's a little bit more. To the Chamber of Commerce, yeah. the United States Chamber of Commerce, support this bill. Because it's going to make the country safer, make the border more secure, treat people more humanely and, free, and, and fairly, and make legal immigration more efficient and consistent with the values of our nation and our international treaty obligations. It would finally provide the funding that I have repeatedly, repeatedly requested, oh my God. most recently in October, to actually secure the border. That includes an additional 1,500 border agents and officers to secure the border, to physically secure it. In addition, 100 cutting-edge machines to detect and stop fentanyl at the southwest okay, border. Okay, well, let's, let's stop here. With all the trillions of dollars, how about if we take some of it out of the $60 billion we're going to fly over to Ukraine, Mr. President, for these cutting-edge fentanyl machines now that you and Bob Casey Jr. are talking about? How much does a cutting-edge fentanyl machine cost? Let's say it costs a million dollars. Let's say it only costs a half million. We could buy how much for $60 billion with Ukraine in? Why haven't we bought them before with some of the money our hard-earned tax dollars? Now it's the fentanyl machines. Continue. We have that capacity. An additional 100 additional immigration judges to help reduce the year-long asylum backlog. You show up for asylum, and the judge is supposed to talk to you. It takes a year to get that discussion going. This bill would also establish new, efficient, and fair process for the government to consider an asylum claim for those arriving at the border. Today, the process can take five to seven years, as you all know. They show up at the border, get a bracelet, told them to come back when called, five to seven years, not in country. That's too long, and it's not rational. With the new policies in this bill and the additional of 4,300 more asylum officers who spend hours, I might add, with each immigrant to consider their claims, whether they qualify, will be able to reduce that process to six months, not five to seven years. This bipartisan bill will also expedite work permits so those who are here and who qualify can begin work more quickly. Uh, let, let's that's stop something right that there. our that, governors that, that's are... Another, you know what? Go to hell, the governors, right? You're undercutting American workers. Well, Tom, don't you want... No, I don't want them here. And if the pressure is on these cities, they can't handle it. Maybe they'll join us in saying deport. We don't want to have people working instantly. Again, it's a labor force. America first, and I might add the American worker first. Where are the unions on this nonsense? 
How do they escape union members not saying to them, can't you speak up? Are you that much in the tank that you're just going to continue to endorse lunch bucket Joe here? The, the real villains in this are the Republicans in the Senate. They've given Democrats with the willing accomplices in the media now the opportunity to say, look at all these good things we would have had. Nikki Haley jumping in on that, too. And they can all blame Trump and or the people in the House who are not being intimidated. They're the real bedrock. They don't need Trump. They know about this better than Trump about stopping this nonsense. There is a political part to this, too, though. Sometimes the right thing and the political thing come together. The right thing is not to do this bill for America. The politically right thing is for Republicans not to do this bill. Both are coming together here. Why? The American people are tired of this. So what? here's what they're hoping. They're hoping they can deflect some of this anger toward progressives and people like Biden who have gotten what they've wanted, this invasion, and done this. Some of it deflected off to Republicans. They're hoping they start to see the polling indicate Republicans will pay a price for this. They know they can't, uh, uh, you know, they they can't win on this. Uh, Dan notices, too, he has the uh, Ukrainian flag colors on his tie, and he's wearing a Ukraine pin. That's the other thing. Now, the polling has started to go the wrong way on that for Democrats, too. If you ask me now, if we ask the average American, should we give $60 billion to Ukraine? I think you get a 55-45 no, maybe even higher of people saying, are you kidding me? And that's the prize at the end of this. Not only do we normalize illegal behavior under this, but what we do is we use that to give another $60 billion to Ukraine. We told you yesterday, what was the 2023 budget for the U.S. Marine Corps? Only $53.8 billion. What's the budget for Ukraine? Anything they want. $60 billion in this alone. I think it's over $110, billion, $115 billion. Good catch here, Dan, too. That's right. Ukrainian flag colors and the Ukrainian flag. All right. Give me a response to this from Biden. But once again, Republicans played this poorly. So they went ahead with this with the Langford guy, Mitch McConnell. Now Mitch McConnell's out. He sees it's a non-starter. They're going to blame Trump. They're going to spin it back. Republicans don't want you to be safe. I know it's not a logical or winning argument, but it's just enough of a political argument to take some of the edge off. And remember, this is a game of inches. It's not throwing a 50-yard pass. It's not throwing a Dom Gier down a 40-yard pass on the money. It's a game of inches. It's off tackle. Second and seven. Third and three and a half. This analogy might be getting too deep, Dom. Well, I, I, well I'll, I'll try a, I'll try a, uh, I'll try a football. Uh, I mean, a uh, baseball analogy or something, or well, soccer you're referring analogy. Referring to the past time. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You can't. What kind of analogy could you use in soccer? You know, some kind of penalty kick thing or something. I don't even know what I would use. I'll right. go back to the analogy. I can get some music going for you. You know. No, no, I don't. I was rolling with that. A basketball analogy I might come up with. Biden's taking questions from reporters, Dan. Let's hear a little bit of this. Sorry, let me, uh, I got to keep it get, up. Yeah. one sec yeah. here, Dom. Okay. Uh, bop, 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 and we are live. Oh, he's looking at his the decision chart. on what we do relative to Israel, decision what we do in terms of American funding, of whether we're going to engage with 
the situation in Ukraine. It all goes to the question of American power. It all goes to, was America keep its word? Does America move forward? How about America first? There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll maybe choose my words. Yeah, There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, There's been a response from the opposition, but um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas, but it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Mr. President, if this bill fails, would you consider supporting something separate that just addresses Israel or Ukraine? I'm not going to concede that now. We need it all. The rest of the world is looking at us, and they really are. Mr. President, trust this Congress. Congress does not have immunity, Mr. President. Your reaction to that ruling? Walk off. Oh, that's it. Okay. All right, 855-839-1210. You get a line, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. I am coming to you. Uh, hit us. Hit us on the side question and give me your response to this. Again, a misplay by Republicans, even though it's Biden's wish to flood the border and all that. We've gotten to this point. It's not Donald Trump. It's the House that sees the wisdom of this, even more than Trump, to block this. Dom Giordano show uh, the president on top of the gibberish about the border, though, the Ukraine pin. I mean, Look, there is uh, political damage here. Republicans misplay this. Uh, The upside, though, is it doesn't look like anytime soon we're going to send 60 billion more dollars to Ukraine. And that's why he has the uh, Ukrainian flag tie and he has the Ukraine pin on that we mentioned just a while ago. It's uh, that's not a winner politically either. But it's close on Ukraine. It's close to a 50-50 at this point. The border, though, can they spin this as Republicans argue over it? Yeah, this is all good. This will be a solution. We tried it, so is Republicans. I told you yesterday, this is always a tactic that Democrats are good at because of the media help. They start a huge problem. They go wild, biding with the border. And then when the heat turns up after they've gotten some of what they want, they say, let's negotiate. And if Republicans then will not do something that kind of normalizes what's already been done, legalizes to a sense, then they say they don't want to fix the problem that was created by whom? By progressives, by Democrats. Now, it's a silly tactic, but they get away with it because of the media advantage on this. Uh, The only thing I can liken it to locally, yesterday, Larry Krasner had this long conference with his retail theft task force. Who is it that has created this problem? Krasner, by not enforcing the law on it, and then the police, because of um, outlaw, the alleged police commissioner, allowed police and others to stand down, don't do anything about it, and on it goes. So now he has a retail task force, though to address the problem. It's the media in this stuff. They don't connect the dots. They allow them to run wild with this stuff. Why is there so much media attention to the immigration issue now? Well, 
because at some point for competitive advantage months ago, you had to start to cover it. It's so overwhelming. And the media liked the stories of covering it in these big cities. Well, I'm waiting for Cardinal Dolan. He's, is he going to uh, condemn Republicans to hell on this? I wonder if in the next couple of days he'll be writing an article for the New York Post telling us how shameful this is. We want to fix it at the border. All people want is a better life. I wonder if he's going to weigh in, or the bishops lecturing us on this, as they have many times. The Wall Street Journal, though, has weighed in. They're telling us the Republicans here are allowing themselves to be seen as the party that is anti-immigrant, that is not welcoming. When all the Wall Street Journal wants is just one thing, cheap labor. That's all that they're interested in. They want workers, and they want to do what they want with them. And this is a willing flock, allegedly, of workers. So uh, Republicans have put themselves in a bad spot here. They're not going to win on this. They're not going to convince the House. And they have the winning hands. Uh, let's go to uh, Big John in Huntington Valley on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, John, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dom. It's been a long time. How you been? Good, John. Good. I'm listening to you, Dom, and, you know, I'm watching everything from Fox to MSNBC, just, you know, kind of critically think through this. Where do you think in our national security interests the, there's a benefit in isolationism? Well, I think there's a benefit uh, to the American public, John, that we not get involved with a place like Ukraine and the spending that goes on with a corrupt country where we can't even chart a lot of that. And, John, I'm very concerned about American lives like in Jordan. Do you think those three lives were not wasted to be in that godforsaken place? Could be, yeah. Maybe there are too many bases there. But my point is this, Dom, and, and you critically think, which I appreciate, if you go back to World War II and the America First movement with Joe Kennedy at the head and Lindbergh and all that, if Pearl Harbor would not have been attacked and Germany declared war, we would not have entered World War II, and we would have a different diaspora today. And it's only because we went ahead with the Marshall Plan and exerted our influence that we were able to keep, you know, bring down the Soviet Union. I mean, Putin right now, I mean is looking at this. She is looking at this. If we back out of Ukraine, if we, if we don't help Israel, it's a, it's, a, it's a green light for imperialism on the part of those other people. It just, but, it, but, the, we, but we have. Look at what we've already sacrificed to our Ukraine. Isn't this more the... Money. Yeah. Money. They're fighting, they're fighting their own best. Dom, because Trump, who is beholden to Putin, they have stuff on him, but Trump, uh, as an out-of-office president, is now influencing the House? Isn't there something wrong with this? What, on the border? Do, do, you, do you differ on the border? What should we do on the border, John? I don't know, but when I hear James Langford and, um, what if, you know, and, uh, what, and you know, from South Carolina, all these guys come out and say it's, a, and even John Cornyn saying it's the best bill we're ever going to get. You know, I, I, I may think it's a little too steep, but I'm in, in agreement with it to get everything else done. It's part of our night. You, you guys are playing politics with us in the worst way. No, the worst we, way, we know what to do. Yeah, it's yeah, not oh, the Dom, you've become anti-American. You have become oh, anti-American. John, John, Dom, John, Dom, Dom, you spit problems to your audience as dictators. Do we not? Do we not? Wait. Do we not know what Trump did to stop it at the border and should have done more? 
You remain in Mexico. You apply for asylum. You don't get to come into the country. And then when your turn is up, you get your hearing. You don't agree with that. I like the system, but what, what appears to be in this bill, and I read the executive summary, is expedited everything. And even the Border Patrol saying, well, they wanted this bill. No, no, and the Trump Border Patrol. Goes, no, so, not now. No. Trump calls up, calls up you know, Mike no, and goes, hey, no. not now. It won't no, no, no. In, in, fact, in fact, I'd say those people in the House are much more on top of this and against it than Trump is. Thank you, John. Thanks very much. I uh, just see uh, breaking news, uh, Diana Drury, and I love this case. A jury has found the Michigan school shooter's mom guilty. I don't know about the dad. I'm not going to get into the weeds. Now, if you remember, this is the kid that was acting up. They allowed weapons to be around all over the place. There were obvious signs, and they did nothing. At least the mom did. Now, this is uh, negligence on a big level, and it had massive consequences in the school shooting. Uh, I have to go back and put a few factoids. I think listeners remember this. And the bottom line is, how often do we say, when are the parents responsible for their child? Well, this was a perfect example. Uh, Companion story. Remember the kid, Dan, and we had on the lawyer because he knows me for the kid's family. There's a new lawyer. The kid in South Philly who was, what was he? Was he 12, 13, something like that? Carrying an illegal weapon, had an ankle bracelet fired at undercover cops down there on uh, near Oregon Avenue, and the cop chased him down and shot him. Now, whether or not the cop was correct in the ultimate shooting, that's another matter. But today, the parents are suing for massive damages. How about their alleged role in allowing this kid to be out there in a situation like this? Remember we talked about that? It seems like the grandparents maybe were the only ones watching him. Well, in this case... This Michigan school shooters case, the mom has been found guilty. It was a massive, it was a massacre. There were a lot of signs that this kid was going to do something like this, and they did nothing. Now, I know people might feel, well, maybe they're going after them. This is a Second Amendment case. I don't think so. Uh, We often talk about negligence, your duty as a parent. And if you're not doing that, Why do we have so few examples where the parents have to try to do the best they can with the kid? Dan, you got anything on this? You don't remember that one. Sorry, I'm scouring for audio right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's a... It was a big massacre at a school. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I I just... what, What my only question is, what's the gray area here and what... Like, like, say, say a parent buys a gun for their child to mm-hmm. learn respectfully at the range, and the child is unhinged um, mentally. I don't think it's anything like that. I think this was a clear case. Yeah, I think, yeah, you the, think it's clear cut. I think the school was okay. deficient yeah. in this too. I, I mean, I think we've eroded the negligence standard, and sometimes it's major things like this. Sometimes it's other stuff where the kids in a menace in the neighborhood, and we don't want to bring the parents to bear on. It. What else are you going to do with them? You're not going to put a kid in jail all the time, particularly younger kids. All right, so 855-839-1210. We may do something on reading, writing, and reason with this. Uh, we'll take your reaction. Look, John's a good guy. goes back to WWDB, I think, with me. But on this, it's not Trump driving this, but this is the media narrative that's allowed to be out there. Is Trump more conservative than Mike Johnson on something like this or even more knowledgeable? No, he's not. Mike Johnson sees this. 
These guys, uh, Jim Jordan, all they see this. They're, they've been consistent over the years. And America first, just because of the World War II version of this, what it's about is we can't get involved in these unending wars. Dan and I are trying to get on this uh, guy who was a former Secretary of Defense who wrote this piece recently. Those three people that died in Jordan on the border with Syria, they didn't have the best from the American, from the Pentagon, as far as equipment to block that drone. And you know, we're putting people in these places for what? What is the upside of this? So Joe Biden can say American power? And look, I'm on record. Dan, I don't know about you if you were on record yesterday, but uh, it's fine for Tucker Carlson to um, interview Putin. But I'm suspect of Tucker Carlson. I think he's been in the tank before. I'm not. Putin is a stone-cold evil killer. That doesn't mean, though, that Putin is the existential threat to us. The Communist Chinese Party is the existential threat that we have to look at. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's stand time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody said. on. Tommy's still going. The governor continues to yes. speak. What is it now? It's now an hour and 20 minutes into his uh, long, detailed uh, stump speech, I guess you would call it, for his presidential run, right? Uh, uh, exactly. He thinks uh, Gavin now will know if he's running, Dan. You know how they Better watch could, out, Gav. They, uh, they lose weight. They do something. Or like the, uh, the prince of hair, the king of hair, Phil Murphy, they do a hair thing. Does he start cutting his hair like Gavin Newsom? Uh, you, I mean, his hair looks pretty good today. The orations are similar to Obama, and uh, he's really touching all the topics. Dom, let's tune in, see what uh, the governor's up to uh, as we speak. Why the hell are we okay with loopholes on background checks that oh. allow criminals to get their hands on guns? He looks like he's doing a stand-up act at this point with his arms. This is crazy. <laughs> What's that have to do with the budget? Just give me some more of my money back. You know... Close the loopholes. Close the loopholes. <laughs> some loopholes. Some of y'all, some, some of y'all, y'all crack me up. You like to talk a big game about law and order. So let's strengthen our laws and bring about more order in Pennsylvania and save lives. Yeah, He's frothing up. Let's talk about Larry Krasner, y'all. How about the y'all, too? I don't think this yeah, guy that deserve, come from? No, he doesn't deserve That's a southern the thing. House, or, no, he doesn't get to say the y'all to be cool. The package of bills to do that in a bipartisan manner. The Senate should do the same. Oh, my God. The community God. is crying out for us to act. Oh, law enforcement God. is on the side of the community, not the inaction in this bill. Oh, now he's got a hand in a pocket? all should be, too. Oh, he's oh, casual up there, yeah, Don. Law, he's, he's law enforcement. For yeah, law enforcement. Uh, how about Larry Krasner? Let, let's hear about the eggs. Okay. He's like the Energizer buzz. You wind him up, though, and he just goes. Uh, a lot Coming of up on an hour and a half now. A lot of people, Dan, I'm getting calling in. They're on the other side of this case. I don't think they read it carefully enough. You know, where's the crowd that says parental negligence is something that uh, we don't deal with? This was a uh, notorious shooting. The kid was obvious. The parents were obvious and not doing anything. Now, the parent doesn't go to jail for life like the kid should, or the death penalty really is what I'd give him. But uh, how do we determine parental negligence? I've always been on the side of we don't do enough with parental negligence. Do we hold parents responsible at all? What's the line? What does it take? 
All right, we'll get to uh, all that. And uh, we may Mangle Mush wonders on uh, YouTube, yeah. Close de Lupos. Is that some old time explorer that he's referring to there? <laughs> he's still talking. We were told it's uh, 90 sure minutes coming. Equipment, resources, and funding they need to do their jobs safely as possible. And it's not just the cops who need more resources, equipment, and technology, it's our first responders, too. Oh, God. And uh, how are we going to do this? Well, we got all that money he told us about from COVID in that bank account, the surplus, the rainy day fund. Politically, he's going to spend it for Pennsylvania. Notice, uh, Josh, you never said, well, we've overtaxed people. Maybe we should give a big tax cut and use that money to pay. for." No, no, no. Tax cuts, bad. Big spending by Josh Shapiro, good. In economic development. We need to step up for those who are most vulnerable in our system and show them that we give a damn. I just want to know about the doggy door, Dan. <laughs> you, Google it for me, would you please, at 2 o'clock. I, I, don't have, I remember the full details. The doggy door there at the executive mansion that cost thousands of dollars. It was electronic or something that he got caught up in. I want to know what happened to the doggy door and Josh Shapiro. All right, big two o'clock hour coming up. Eight five five. What other news can happen today? I've come to all your calls and the side question here on Talk Radio twelve ten. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till three, from Talk Radio twelve ten WPHD. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.